Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 14th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. If you're ever in an accident, if you're dealing with an injury, let Anna Jar and Levine take care of you. You take care of your health. Let them get you the money that you deserve. They know what they're doing. 800-747-3733. All of Zaslow Show 2.0 is always presented by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine. Again, Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Glad to have you here with us today. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff. We have a big Friday show today. 
We got a lot on the line tonight. Win or go home. This is a do-or-die situation. Your Miami Heat, Chicago Bulls tonight. Kaseya Center. Almost forgot the name. We're changing the name every couple weeks there in downtown Miami. So tonight, 7 o'clock, Heat and Bulls. You're locked into your TV. You're dialed in. You're ready to go. I hope everyone is is, is being safe. The flooding, uh, it's nuts. I had to go this morning. I had to go pick up my wife. We do not have a bachelor pad anymore here at the Zaslow Mansion. I had to go and pick up my wife and my older son, Corey, at the at the Port Everglades. And, you know, we're, we're driving past the airport, Fort Lauderdale Airport, which is still closed right now. It's been closed since Wednesday. And parts of that Fort Lauderdale Airport, it looks like a lake. I mean, you can go swimming. So I hope everyone's being safe. This is a good opportunity for me to tell you guys about water cleanup of Florida. I mean, if you're dealing with flooding, you can wind up getting yourself some mold. You can have water damage. Call or text water cleanup of Florida. When disaster strikes in your home, like like what we've seen the last few days, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water cleanup of Florida. They know how unexpected property damage, it'll, it'll screw everything you got going on, okay? Don't stress Allow over 60-plus years of combined experience. Handle your restoration project from start to finish. That's right. The team at Water Cleanup of Florida, they are prepared to handle all kinds of disasters, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, fully licensed, insured, and general contractor that provides that one-stop shopping that makes things easy for us busy home and business owners. Call or text 954-900-8635 or visit Water Cleanup of Florida's website, WC ufl.com again you can find them on social facebook instagram water cleanup of florida 954-900-8635 water cleanup of florida we clean up your schmutz so last night we'll lead here with the panthers then we'll get to the heat we got big game or not a big game bet mgm's trista crick is going to join us She's got the Heat Check with Trista Crick, NBA podcast. It's one of my favorite new podcasts now. You also hear on Odyssey Sports, 7 to 11 p.m. on the BetMGM Network every night. I was actually on their show last night. I was on with Trista last night, did some NBA, did a lot of Heat basketball talk. I retweeted out the link there to the podcast. You can go, there's video also, although I'm, I don't know if you can access the video if you're not watching live, but you can go and you can go back and check out the podcast. So I was on with Trista there and, and that was fun. And so, so we do a little home and home. I was on Trista's show last night. She'll come here on my show on Zaslow show 2.0 today. And, and she, she's one of our new favorites. All right. So we'll get Trista quick on the show coming up in a little bit. We'll do NBA with her. But we got big game or not a big game. It's a Friday. You know how we roll on Fridays. We got big movie or not a big movie. All right. See, you guys know the drill. And I'm going to give you my NBA picks. All right. So we'll do series predictions as the NBA playing ends tonight. And the playoffs get going tomorrow. But the Florida Panthers. So last night, me and my boy, Jordan, he's my hockey buddy. He loves hockey now. He's really into the game. Loves the Panthers, just like your boy. <laughs> and so, excuse me, so we went to we went to the game last night. We went to FLA Live Arena. No flooding around the arena. That was a relief, all right? So everything was good. Great crowd. Uh, not sold out, but close to capacity. By the way, peek at my Johnny Cuba hat. 
That means it's Friday. Everybody loves when you see the video, when you see the video clips or YouTube.com slash show. But like when you see the video clips on social media and you see I'm wearing my Johnny Cuba camel hat, everybody's automatically in a great mood because you know that means it's Friday. So Johnny Cuba, you know that's the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. Anyway, we're at the Panther game last night. I did not regret spending the money. We were uh, just about center ice. We were really on the blue line on the shoot twice goal. We're on the blue line, second row club, great seats. I do not regret spending the money, even though the Panthers didn't need that game to clinch the playoffs. They needed the game to get the number seven overall seed, the top wild card spot, and avoid Boston. We had Ed Jovanovsky, all-time Panther, great former Panther captain, on the show yesterday. And he spoke about how it, Boston's a different animal. You know, you, you want to win that game yesterday, which you would have played New Jersey because New Jersey came all the way back from a 4-1 deficit at the Capitals. They won 5-4 in overtime. So if the Panthers did win last night, they would have faced the Devils in the first round, which would have been the perfect scenario. Instead, they're going to face the Boston Bruins on Monday. It's Patriot Day. You got the marathon on Monday in Boston. The Panthers are going to be in Boston against the Bruins. By the way, how about how this would have lined up? If the Heat would have taken care of business, if the Heat would have put out an effort on Tuesday night against Atlanta, you would have the Heat at the Celtics' first round of the playoffs, Panthers at Bruins' first round of the playoffs. This would have been going on, uh, you know, at the same time. Saturday, you would have been in Boston for the Heat. Monday, in Boston, Panthers. Then likely to have been Tuesday, Heat at Boston. Wednesday, Panthers at Boston. What? Can you imagine if you were planning on some type of... I mean, there's no point even talking about it because it didn't happen. But that would have been some type of trip if you're a fan of both teams. You go up there Saturday through Wednesday, go to a couple Panther games, go to a couple Heat games, best week of your life. Heat lead that Series 2-0, Panthers lead Series 2-0. Anyway, it didn't happen, so we're not doing that. But the Panthers, they lose last night 6-4 to to Carolina. Me and my boy went. We still had a great time. The... Through the first two periods, Panthers were down two nothing after the second period, and they, they they just they just weren't very sharp. I didn't find the Panthers were very sharp. Maybe you know the passing, they're not connecting, they're not getting the bounces. Alex Lyon was good. He was actually he was really good. And you say, oh Zazla, how could he be really good if he gave up six goals? Well, two of them were empty nets. All right, but Alex Lyon was really good. He got the start because the game meant something. If the game didn't mean anything, that's easy. You put Bobrovsky in net. You let him shake some of the rust off. Now, we'll get to that scenario in a second here. But it's 2-0 after two periods. Panthers just didn't look very sharp. And I know, you know, Jovo said yesterday, I think you're going to see a team that's playing a bit looser. I don't know. Maybe they need that monkey on their back where it's, you know, we're up against it. We put ourselves in a bad position. We got to play desperate. Maybe there was a little bit of that. Well, you're going to get back to that now. Playing Boston, you got the past two President's Trophy winners. And... I liked I liked what they said last night. You know, I heard from Paul Maurice after the game, the murder of fun. Heard from Matthew Kachuk. He finished the season with 42 goals, 41, 42 goals. I think 41 goals. And, oh, no, actually it was Verhage who scored at the end. So Verhage, 42 goals. Kachuk did not score last night. But I like their attitude where we got an opportunity to do something special here. And that's not just, you know, it's not, you know, generic sports speak 
where, yeah, we win the Stanley Cup. You know, we got an opportunity to do something special. No, you're playing the Bruins, the team that won the President's Trophy and also set the all-time record for wins with 63. If you beat them, like, it's going to be an all-time memorable moment. Everyone remembers a few years ago when the Tampa Bay Lightning set the record for points and the Columbus Blue Jackets, led by Sergei Bobrovsky and Nett, swept that ass out of the first round. Everyone remembers that. So the Panthers do have an opportunity to do something special here. So you got, you got to move past the whole, oh, you know, they, they, could, they could have avoided Boston. They, they, they blew it last night by losing to Carolina. That's done with. Panthers made the postseason. That was the goal. Now that you're in, Stanley Cup playoffs are different from the NBA. The lower seed team wins all the time. You just got to get in. And the fact of the matter is, Panthers are 2-2 two and two against the Bruins this year. One regulation win, one overtime win, which I think was back in January. So, they've beaten them a couple times. They know they can beat them. Last night, they, the first like four minutes of the third period was so exciting. Barkov scored, made it 2-1. Then Lomberg on a giveaway, an amazing effort from Radko Gudis. Lomberg buries the shot from the slot. And the Panthers tie the game at 2 just four minutes in. Then you had a breakaway. It was Kachuk. Looked like he was tripped up. I haven't seen a replay. They didn't call it. And then the Hurricanes capitalized. They scored. And then like two minutes later, they scored again. And all of a sudden, it's 4-2. They got the empty net, made it 5-2. And the Panthers then scored two more goals right quick. People who were leaving, and this was a minute and a half left. People were leaving. They had to run back to their seats. Now it's 5-4. But then they got another empty net goal. So two empty net goals there for Carolina. They win 6-4. Panthers have the Bruins. So it is what it is. Hurricanes are better than the Panthers. And they've, and, and they've been a, a bugaboo for the Panthers for the last 15 years. So you got Boston. Now the big question is, is it Bobrovsky or is it Lyon in game one? Lyon was really good again last night. He was. <coughs> Saslow. How, how could he give up six goals to be really good? Again, he gave up four. Two of them were empty net. And yeah, you, you give up four goals. I, and... and he kept the team in the game when it was 2-0. He gave them a chance. He was very good again last night. I think Alex Lyon is the starter game one. I do. I think if, if Lyon gets beat up those first couple games, you can always go to Bobrovsky. But if Lyon gets beat up there, it's, okay, you know what? Now we got the veteran goaltender. Let's, let's give him a shot here. Let's see if we can get a jolt. We know what Bobrovsky is capable of. I mean, he hasn't been great with the Panthers. Everybody knows that. But you know what he's capable of. If Lyon does not do well, you go to Bobrovsky. If you start Bobrovsky game one, and he's bad. He's rusty. They lose those first couple games. Like, you're going to regret it because you didn't go with Lyon, who's been really, really great these last eight games. Like, you're going to sit with that decision the entire summer when you wind up losing because you started Bobrovsky and he got shelled the first couple games. The other way around, if Lyon does not perform well, then you go to Bobrovsky figure, okay, let's see if $70 million goaltender can save us here. Lyon, I think, has earned... They, they, have not, they do not get to the playoffs without what Alex Lyon did for them the last eight games. Really, the previous seven games because they got 13 out of 14 points in those seven games. Alex Lyon deserves to get the net in game one. 
I would say the guys in the dressing room probably believe that Alex Lyon deserves the net in game one. I think it could be a little deflating if the guy who got you there is not in between the pipes in Boston on Monday. So I think you're going to get Alex Lyon. I'm not sure when we'll find out. Maybe Paul Maurice will address it today. Maybe he'll address it tomorrow. I don't know. But I think we're going to wind up getting Alex Lyon in net on Monday game number one. I think it's, and, and, I, and I think that's obviously the right call. So anyway, not a whole lot more to add from the game last night. Crowd was super into it in the third period when the Panthers tied it. It looked like we were going to have a fun rest of the way. But then the Hurricanes, they answered and, and there it is. So overall, the Panthers, they did it. They got back into the postseason. And this is something that I talked about with Jovo yesterday where four years in a row now, if you want to count the stupid you know, COVID bubble playoff, which the Panthers only got in because they extended it. But nonetheless, fourth straight year the Panthers are in the playoffs. First time in franchise history. And believe it or not, this is the best stretch of Panther hockey in the history of this franchise. And this is how you grow that fan base. When year in and year out, you know you have a playoff caliber hockey team. And so now it's why all year long, you've gotten great crowds at FLA Live Arena. This now is how you do it. This is how you sustain a fan base. This is how you pack that building every night, year after year, when you got some consistency and the, and the fan base can believe that the organization is going to put out a good product. They're finally there, it looks like, four straight years in the postseason. So I'm really happy. You know I love that team. It's been a difficult season. It's been a crazy finish. That stuff's all over with. Got a chance to do something really special here and take that Boston Bruin ass. So I'm pumped. So that's where we are as far as the Panthers go. Now, the Heat tonight. Okay. This game better have a different feel to it than Tuesday did. I love the play-in. I think the play-in's a big hit. This is the first year that like, I'm invested in the play-in because it's the first time the Heat has ever, ha- have ever been in it. If the Heat lose tonight, I think this goes down as the most embarrassing week in the history of the franchise. No team has ever lost. No number seven seed has ever lost the first game in the play-in, let alone then not made the playoffs. The Heat would be the first team ever to do that, lose both games at home, while going 0-4 against Chicago this year, 0-3 of those four games at home against Chicago. And then when you consider just how difficult and essentially unenjoyable this entire season has been, this would be an embarrassment. And every team so far in this play, and be it Oklahoma City and, and, and New Orleans, be it Minnesota and the Lakers, be it, what was the other Easter Conference game? Chicago and, and, and Toronto. Every one of those games was played at a pace and a style and with a mentality, it seemed, where both teams were going at it. And you didn't get that from the Heat on Tuesday night. They were playing it like it was like it was game number 83 instead of a playing game. Tonight better have a different feel to it. Because Chicago, after winning in Toronto and being 3-0 against the Heat, they think they're coming down here to end the Heat season. And for that to happen on the Heat's home floor will be an embarrassment. An embarrassment. And again, just like that Atlanta team sucks. This Bulls team's not any good. 
Now, I think the question which will be answered is, what kind of changes are we going to see tonight? I spoke about this yesterday. I think Caleb, I would put Caleb Martin back in the starting lineup. And, and you think about this. This is where the Heat's M.O., and yes, of course they've missed P.J. Tucker. But this is where the Heat's M.O. in the offseason has to be to get a big guy playing next to Bam Adebayo. The Heat are, are going to go into the playoffs with Max Struess as Bam Adebayo's front court mate, as Bam Adebayo's power forward. It's terrible. It's so, like, Max Street not big enough. With that said, I think you go with Caleb Martin tonight. I think you need the defense because you got the perimeter scoring there with Levine and DeRozan. I think Martin's back in the starting lineup tonight. I also would take Struess out of the rotation. I would go with Oladipo tonight. I think you want the defense, and at least Oladipo can create his own shot where Struess cannot. And Oladipo, I mean, hell... What would he have? The seven threes a few games ago. Last game of the regular season, he was very good also. I would give the minutes off the bench to Oladipo. And for a team like Chicago, Chicago does not want to give up the paint. So Bam's going to have a lot of opportunities to set up his teammates. I think if the three-point shooting is struggling a little bit, you go with Duncan Robinson tonight. I think Struess is out of the rotation tonight. I start Martin, I give Oladipo the minutes off the bench, and I make sure Duncan Robinson is ready tonight. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You see it every day the first dollar you earned from your first customer. Now it hangs on your wall at headquarters, a reminder of where you started and the promise of what's still to come. In part because you rely on Sandy Spring Bank to help you make the right choices on real estate and equipment loans, treasury management, and commercial services. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your business. Visit sandyspringbank.com business. Credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Then you're asking yourself, all right, is Spo going to put Kyle Lowry back in the starting lineup? I wouldn't mess with that. Lowry's been good off the bench. He had the 33 off the bench the other day. It's not like coming off the bench, he didn't give the production. I would not mess with that. I give Vince, if Vincent doesn't give you anything at the start of the game, you go to Lowry a little bit earlier. I would not put Lowry back in the starting lineup. I put Martin back in the starting lineup. I give Oladipo the minutes off the bench. I say, Duncan, stay ready. This is a team that, that allows three-point shooting. They give up a ton of three-point attempts. I think this is a game you have to strongly consider Duncan Robinson. Come on. Come on now. Let's go. Let's do it. 
All right, I'm going to give my NBA predictions coming up. I'm going to give my series predictions, except for the one seeds, all right? But first, before we get to Trista, hopefully I'll be sleeping all right tonight. If the Heat get eliminated, I'm going to have a hard time sleeping. It's a good thing I have my new sheets and giggles. That's right. The Zaslow family is four of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles. Naturally softer, cooler, more breathable. Sustainably made bedding via lyocell process from the wood of eucalyptus trees grown on sustainably managed biodiverse farms. So not, you're comfortable, but you don't have to think, oh man, oh, are they ruining the earth? No, sheets and giggles, they take care of the earth. No pesticides, no insecticides, up to 30% less energy use than cotton sheets. The sheets, the comforter, oh my god, I love this comforter so much. I would fall asleep right now if I laid down in that comforter. I got a eucalyptus pillow. You ever sleep on a eucalyptus pillow? Use my code Zazlo at checkout. You're gonna get 20% off your first order at Sheets and Giggles. Shout out to my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com. All right, guys, you know what time it is. It's Friday. There's a lot happening. You're saying to yourself, Zazlo, there's so much going on. I gotta know. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? That's right. Big game or not a big game. Zaslow Show 2.0 every Friday. Brought to us by Brunt Insurance. No better time to remind you guys how you need to have your home covered. And you go to BruntInsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Do you have flood insurance? Well, if you went to Brunt Insurance, they would have told you everything you need to make sure that your home is covered. So with disaster situations... Like we've had this week here, state of emergency, you'd be taken care of. I hope that you don't have any damage to your home, but let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Brunt Insurance is going to take care of all your needs when it comes to insurance. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance, since 2013, they specialize in home, auto, life insurance. You can find them online, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The market's confusing. What you need in your insurance policy is confusing. I'm not an insurance agent. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you. Fully licensed staff and wherever you're calling from, they know the area. You're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your automobile, your motorcycle, your boat, maybe renter's insurance, condo insurance. Make sure you're taken care of. That's what happens when you go to BruntInsurance.com or call 954-589-2204. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about here. All right, let's do it. So, first up, tonight, 640, Bally Sports, Florida. The Arizona Diamondbacks at your Miami Marlins. That's right. You got Trevor Rogers for the Marlins. You got Madison Bumgarner for the Diamondbacks. I think the Diamondbacks are 8-5. and five. The Marlins coming off their first series victory of the season. They're 6-7. and seven. Diamondbacks at Marlins beginning a weekend set at Lone Depot Park. That's not a big game. It's not a big game. If you get to 500, then we could start talking about big games. Not a big game. Tonight, 7 p.m., TNT, Chicago Bulls at your Miami Heat, live from Kaseya Center is what they call it this week. Do or die, 
Win or go home. That's right. Now, there's no local TV coverage. Make sure you're tuned in for TNT. The Bulls are coming off of a win led by Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan and DeMar DeRozan's daughter in Toronto the other night. The Heat are coming off of an embarrassing performance against the Atlanta Hawks, who clinched the number seven seed and a first-round matchup with the Boston Celtics. Can the Heat avoid a total embarrassment losing both play-in games at home and becoming the first-ever number seven seed not to advance? Bulls at Heat. That's a big game. Note, you know that you didn't need me to tell you. You know that's a big game. Tonight, 8 p.m., Fox, WWE SmackDown. That's right. Will my tribal chief, the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion, Roman Reigns, will he be on SmackDown tonight? I don't know. I can't tell the future. But just the possibility that the head of the table, the tribal chief Roman Reigns, will be on SmackDown is reason enough to tune in. That'll be small TV status in the Zaslow Mansion family room. WWE SmackDown, that's a big game. Okay, let's keep it moving here. Saturday, 6 p.m., ESPN. I'm going to go a little off the board here. That's right, let's get crazy. New York Knicks. At Cleveland Cavaliers, game one. The Knicks are an excellent road team this year. The Cavaliers overall are an excellent team. Young, not a whole lot of experience, but Donovan Mitchell's got a lot of playoff experience. The Knicks, not a whole lot of playoff experience. Jalen Brunson, he has experience from last year taking the Mavericks to the Western Conference Finals. I think this is the most interesting Eastern Conference series. Knicks... At Cavaliers, game one, that's a big game. I got another one here for you. Saturday, 8.30 p.m., ABC, Golden State Warriors. At the Sacramento Kings, game one. The Kings are the three seed, the Warriors are the six seed. The Warriors are a heavy series favorite. I think this is a must-win game one for Sacramento. You could go to San Francisco 1-1 for Game 3 if you're the Kings, but if you if that one that you lose is Game 1, you're going there 0-2. Kings have to win Game 1. First time in the playoffs in 16 years. That's a big game. And finally, I got one more for you. We're going to cheat a little bit here. I'm going to give you a Monday. All right? Monday. Time to be determined. Florida Panthers at Boston Bruins Game one. It's Patriot Day on Monday in Boston. You got the Boston Marathon. You got last year's President Trophy winner Panthers against this year's President Trophy winner Bruins. Can the Panthers shock the world? Panthers, Matthew Kachuk. Bruins, David Pasternak. That's a big game. And that right there is another addition. A big game or not a big game brought to us every Friday by Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Everybody knows all guests on Zazlo Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. You know what we're talking about, Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up a six-pack for the weekend. We got a huge one tonight, obviously. 
I'll be sitting on the couch in the Zazzle Mansion family room after I stop by either Sedano's or Presidente when Dixie Fresco Imas pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Always drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here is Trista Crick. I was on with her and her pals there last night. Odyssey's Bet MGM every night, 7 to 11. Also, I've told you guys my new favorite NBA podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, Heat Check with Trista Crick. And that's not just because uh, when I was driving around in Orlando, uh, to Orlando with my 11-year-old son, and Trista's going over scores from the previous night, and she mentions how one team scored 69 at halftime, and she gives a chuckle, and then my 11-year-old gave a chuckle. But... <laughs> That's only one of the reasons that we that we love Trista's uh, heat check with Trista Crick. How are you this morning? You doing okay? I'm good, man. I just took my dog for a long walk. She tried to eat a full rotisserie chicken on the way home. So, you know, she that was a that was a scene. But yeah, everything's great. I'm excited about the playoffs getting rolling. I I fly out to Sacramento later on tonight. Whoa. I'll be there for the first four four games of that series. So yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal. Now is that is that in like, is BetMGM sending you because they know that you're repping the Kings? Like, what's is that just the deal? Yeah, I mean, I said to the folks in charge, I said, if the Kings do make the playoffs, we got to do something. My co-host, Nick, independently, before I was even talking about the Kings, before he even started our show, he had, like, a long rant about how the Kings were never going to do anything, be anything, and he would take the under on their win total. So it's become like a little bit of a running joke from Sacramento and 1320, our sister station and and us. And so I went out there against uh, the Lakers back in January and Golden One. I don't know. Have you been to the Golden One? No, no. Golden One is a top three arena in this league. Really? I've never been down to Miami, so I don't know what that vibe is like, but it's Madison Square Garden. And I think it's Golden One. Wow. It's that good. It's wow. it's brand new. You walk in and it's like, it kind of gives you a Coliseum vibe. So you walk in and you can see the bowl as you're walking in, which I've That's never cool. seen seen that before. Like you can almost I've never, see you know, Marlins Park, it's now called Lone Depot Park, is like that also, but it's a baseball stadium. I've never heard of that with an arena. Right? That's crazy. And then they've got a standing room only section that's like, uh, I think it's Sierra Nevada. And, and it's like a big bar. It's just a standing room only, but it's a real bar. And they do the whole draft house thing. You can see uh, the court from there. Great seats. All the seats are really good. The vibe's crazy. The people are crazy. So I was like, man, if they go to the playoffs first time in 16 years, I have to be back for that. It's a smart thing for you to do to yeah. lean into the whole Kings fandom because, I mean – Trista, is is there another national sports personality that gives a shit about the Sacramento Kings? No, which was crazy because, like, at first the Kings PR was like, we're not sure who's going to get credentialed. And I'm like, you guys are bitching and moaning about not getting any national respect. Yeah. I've been on you guys since the preseason, since yeah. I saw Keegan Murray at Summer League. And I was like, yo, this kid's insane. So, I mean, I, I, I spent, like, 15 minutes talking to Jerry West about Keegan Murray and what he could be for the Kings, for them to feel that like me and Davion Mitchell became like boys, you know, like I was on them. And so, yeah, so it's going to be really fun. And now that it's golden state and I've got history with the dubs nation, yeah, uh, gold blooded through and through, it's going to be really, it's going to be really fun. All right. So we'll circle back to that. I'll, I'll get your yeah. picks on that. 
What have you made of this NBA season in general? I, I think overall it's it it's been a weird season. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way of putting it where you say, man, everything I thought is just not happening, right? You thought that the Heat were going to be able to build on what they did last year, one Jimmy Butler three-pointer away from going to the finals. You know, how good is Boston going to be? Like, they they felt to me like a touch taking a step back with Joe Missoula. I know they're the two seed and it's better than that was last year, but it just doesn't feel like the vibes are as good. All the stuff that's going on in the West is weird. So many injuries. The Lakers being in it, I think, is probably good for the NBA. Yeah, I mean, the Blazers tanking again for the, you know, second straight year, the last two weeks of the season. It's just been weird. All the coaching firings have already happened. Whether Nick Nurse is going to stick around, I think, is interesting. The Bulls being kind of on a roller coaster ride. It's been really hard to predict. If you were to go back to the beginning of of the season and say, this is how it's going to go, I think people would have been, you know, very perplexed, especially with the Kyrie and and KD trade, too. Do you have strong opinions about the MVP conversation? I just think it's dumb. I think I'm to the point where the division of it is dumb. All of the discourse around it is dumb. Mm -hmm. I think whoever wins it should win it. You could give it to either one of those three guys every single year and you'd get no complaints from me. I think that there's a level of, I don't want to say discounting, but almost factoring in the three-peat into the conversation where it's like if, if Jokic had never won it before and Embiid had never won it before, Jokic would probably win it now, but because it's like, we don't really want to to add that to Jokic's legacy because there's been only a certain amount of players in history that have done it. And they're all like the creme de la creme. We don't want to give it to him because he's proved nothing in this league is a little weird since it's a regular season award, but let's be honest, like Joel Embiid probably should have won it in one of those years that Jokic did. So I don't care. I don't have a problem with spreading the love out and not giving Jokic three in a row because it's three in a row because the place that I always go back to is Shaq won one MVP. Shaq. Shaq won one MVP. You know, and, and I feel yeah. like, I don't know, maybe maybe the, the people who have the votes are different now than the people who had the votes back then. Maybe with all the analytics and just with the way that we view sports now is different than we did 20 and 25 years ago. But I feel like if Shaq were playing today, Shaq's winning more than one MVP. So I don't have a problem with spreading out the love. Yeah, and Shaq had hit one of his MVPs stolen from him from Steve Nash. So like that's that, right. That. He was with the Heat. That was his first year with us. So weird. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I think I'm more interested in like who ends up winning Defensive Player of the Year. I think that's really interesting. Jaron Jackson, Robin Lopez have all kind of been like, or Brooke Lopez, excuse me, have been back and forth on it all year from like a voter and like a betting perspective. Am I the only one who thinks with Jaron Jackson Jr. that Block Panther is the coolest nickname in the league? So cool. It's That's so cool. So cool. <laughs> Much better than uh than Gobzilla, which they call him now. And really? They're trying to Yeah, they tried to call Rudy Gobert Gobzilla. And um I try to make fun of it. It's it's even like too corny to make fun of. That's <laughs> how bad that is. Does Gobert, when he's introduced tonight, assuming he plays right now, he's questionable. He's back spasms. What's happened to your back in the last? You haven't played. 
Uh, no, Rudy... that was the whole reason that they got into the fight to begin with. Right, because he's playing hurt. That, that's true. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. Gobert gets introduced tonight. He gets booed by the Minnesota crowd. Oh, man. Probably not. Ooh, they just want to make the playoffs, you I know? I think he does. I think he gets think booed so? a little bit. It's not heavy boos, but I think there's a smattering. Like a couple of boos. Like a drunk guy and like maybe a Karen or something. Like one of the women who wanted to glue themselves. Remember last year she glued her, the one woman glued herself to the floor of the Target Center? Well, weren't both incidents there? You had the woman you just brought up and the other one where the security guard knew that this woman is about to run on the floor and then tackled her. Remember that? Yes. I don't know why people do what they do, honestly. Well, it's, you know what? It was such It was such a big statement they made that you and I both don't even remember what they were protesting. Clean water? I don't know. It was something Glenn Taylor was doing. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, what do you make of the Zion situation? CJ McCollum, when he spoke after the game, he talked about availability. And uh, I mean, he was very clearly talking about Zion. He wasn't talking about Brandon Ingram. He wasn't talking about uh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas. He's talking about Zion in that spot. I mean, Trista, you can't say... I'm a competitor, and then you follow it with, I feel fine, but I can't play. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, here's the dichotomy there. One, that's what Brandon Ingram said too, right? He said, my toe is is back to 100%, but if I can't push off of it the way that I normally do, I'm not going to play. And so in the era of player empowerment, in the era of load management, in the era of just, there's almost a division, I think, between front offices and players like, they kind of know that the other ones don't really care about their best interest anymore. And it's like, you don't care if I'm walking when I'm 67, you don't care. You want me at my, you know, peak capacity now. So I think that's one element, but then you add in the fact that Zion just never really has been healthy. And Zion has been touted and built up to be the next, you know, the second coming of LeBron. He was on every SI cover slam xx everything and built to this almost like this phenom and just really hasn't delivered and then you build that into the fact that zion isn't zion isn't really doing much to stay in shape zion's weight is always a question mark his condition is always conditioning is always a question mark and like you add in on top of that why are you doing windmills if you don't feel like yourself. It was the same thing last year, too. Before do or die game six, he was on the floor doing 360 windmills. And then he told us, if we went to game seven, I was going to surprise my teammates and play. Come on. These are lies. These are lies. So I think Zion's going to be a big issue moving forward. I think it's going to continue to be a storyline. The question is, I'm sure someone will get fleeced into trading a bunch of stuff for him. But why would you? How many games has he played in the last four years combined? I mean, it's not many. The team that ends up with not the number one overall pick this year, because nobody would trade that for anything. The team that ends up with the number two pick. Scoot Henderson looks like he'd be a great player. The team that ends up with the number two overall pick offers for Zion. Who says no? Well, they don't offer it, but the number two pick or Zion. Which team says no? I think I'd rather have the number two pick. I just don't trust Zion to do anything in this league. I just don't. I never have. Uh, I mean, he's just built to play on turf. 
He's built to play on a surface that has give. The hardwood doesn't have give. It only crushes his big frame. He's got so much momentum, so much power, so much force. All the things that we love about him makes it really difficult for his body in the best of circumstances mm-hmm. to sustain the hardwood with what he wants to do on the floor. He's not like a perimeter shooter where he can just go out there and like get his shots, play some defense and go home. He's an explosive dude. That's like where he makes his money. That's like what the box office element of him is. I'm not, I'm not in the question that I post on my Twitter though, for you and for everyone is like, if you're Portland, I know this is like not a Portland centric thing, but like, if you're a team like Portland and you get Victor Wamiyama, you get the number one overall pick, and Dame has clearly said, I do not want a youth movement. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. What do you do? Do you, and you said people would give unlimited things for Victor Wamiyama. Do you trade that pick for like Mikhail Bridges and Nick Claxton and like multiple picks and then just like let him go? Or do you go and tr- draft them and say, trade Dame? I would say the other – I would go back to the team we were just talking about. If Portland gets the number one pick, what if you call up New, what if you call up New Orleans and you say, hey, we'll give you a Lillard, whatever else, you know, to make up maybe, – maybe next year's first-round pick, you give us Zion. No chance. No chance. You give us Brandon Ingram. You give us Herb Jones. You give us – You reunite McCollum and Lillard. No chance. You give – yeah, I don't think they'll ever work together. And I think David Griffin, David Griffin knows that. It shows you how quickly things can dissipate where like Oklahoma City is that really cool, young, up and coming team now. But Trissa, we were saying the exact same thing about New Orleans a year ago. Yeah, that Zion piece is really a tricky situation. You got him locked down. I know that there's some incentives for him if he doesn't play games versus him playing all the games. That's what the CBA was supposed to do was to, you know, tie salary to amount of games played, but they didn't want to do that. So now there's all these new rules. You can invest in gambling companies and you can invest in WNBA and NBA teams because that was the thing that the NBA really wanted was to tie salary to games played so mm-hmm. that you could you could cut guys or you could have a certain percentage of salary diminished off your contract if you only play. He's only going to play like 25 games a year. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs> Trista, you uh, you love the Bulls tonight. You love the Bulls' money line tonight, right? Yeah, I love the Bulls' money line. I do. I think uh, I think you're cooked, Dad. I think you know it. I think everyone knows it. And the problem for me is that they just – they've got a roster that kind of doesn't make sense either. And I was kind of going there last night when you went on the show. Is like, I look at the roster, I'm like, who is really outside of Bam and Jimmy – and Bam's not really a five. Who on this roster do you say, yeah, like that's a superstar dude. That's a guy. The Heat have just been so cheap, I feel, in terms of – or smart, right, in terms of like how they right. acquire talent. These undrafted dudes, these these diamonds in the rough. And diamonds in the rough only work when you don't have to pay them. You got uh, Tyler Hero, diamond in the rough from Kentucky. You had to pay him a lot of money. You got Duncan Robinson who came from like Wesley into Michigan and like he's a diamond in the rough. You had to pay him. He's making a lot of money. He's making almost the amount of money that Anthony Simons is making. He's making almost the same amount of money that Tyler Hero is making. Okay, so you got him. 
You got Max Struess. Okay, cool story, but you're probably going to figure out how you're going to need to pay him. Like these are not electric factory dudes that you pay 30, 20 million dollars to. And you've got Jimmy who's like what, 36? Well, a uh, 33, I think. Yeah, he's like he feels old. You're you're 80. You know what? He feels old, but he statistically had maybe the best year of his career. Like he kind of ages like a fine wine, but his game is not this super athletic game. And you saw him on Tuesday night where he was getting everything swatted away at the rim by Clint Capella. Yeah. And you're you're getting out rebounded. You're the like anybody who has athletic centers that can go We're not out. an athletic team. We're not. We're yeah. not we're a plodding team. Plodding. And it's like not fun basketball really either. Right. And there is a fun level for fans that I think matters, right? Say what you want about the Sacramento Kings and how far they can go into the playoffs. They are a very fun team. They can go on 21, three runs in a minute and a half. And so you don't have like guys who can score on three. Like Who's your three level scorer? Uh, well, I mean, hero, 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 you know, and I can't say Butler because Butler doesn't take you out to the three point line, but hero. And, you know, some nights he's huge and other nights, you know, he's giving you 13. He's been on a milk carton here and there. Mm -hmm. He's like a guy that I know Pat Riley loves, but truthfully probably needs to get moved. In my opinion, this needs to be rethought like the roster just needs to get rethought you don't have that's why i think there are heat fans i i think there are heat fans who are okay with them losing tonight where it's you know okay what's the difference between them losing tonight and losing in the first round well you lose in this fashion it's very embarrassing you lose yeah. two home playing games and then it sounds the sirens and then it's like okay we have to make major moves like i i do think there's a portion of the fan base who feels that way are you are you willing to put bias aside and give a a completely unbiased opinion prediction on the Kings and Warriors. Yeah, I am. I can do that. That's no problem. I think that the the series is going to be really fascinating because it's all going to come down to what version of the Warriors that we get. That's really hard to predict. The Warriors this, this season have been atrocious on the road. Uh, they've been a team that allows a ton of mid-range floaters, points in the paint which is something that De'Aaron Fox does really well. Perimeter defense hasn't been great. Andrew Wiggins, even the Andrew Wiggins games, I think they're just a game above 500. So the regular season Warriors, even though they've beaten the Kings in three of the four times they've played, they're definitely a very vulnerable team in this, in this series. If they come out like playoff Warriors have for the last like seven years, then the Kings could get swept. Like, that, that's just a fact. They could come out and rip their hearts out in Golden 1. The fan base is afraid. The fan base hasn't seen really a playoff caliber team in 16, 17 years, right? When the Lakers destroyed them, you know, with all of that, shen- those shenanigans. So if if the Warriors come out and it's like Steph, Jordan Poole, and Clay all hitting a th- threes in melee fashion – 28-3 run, the golden one gets tight. They get silent. I mean, and then you got Steph Curry doing the boo-boo like dance and like the night-night dance in game one. Oh my God. Like people might get killed in Sacramento. Like people, Golden State fans better take their jerseys off because they might get straight shivved. It's an hour and a half. Go home. 
Do not stay in a hotel. Do not pass go. Like the animosity is going to be really high. I'm worried for the Kings because it's the Warriors. If you can beat the Warriors in the series, you have dethroned, you have delegitimized, you have basically ended a dynasty. That's I think you got. I think you got to ask yourself: Do you believe the Kings can win a game in San Francisco? Because if they can win a game in San Francisco, then this horrible road team, Golden State, has to win two in Sacramento. So if the Kings can win one road game, you're in a great spot. That's what you got to ask yourself. And I think they can. I think the vibes at Chase are not nearly as good as the vibes at Golden 1. And it's not close. They're just an entitled fan base. A lot of rich Silicon Valley money that's in there because it's in the middle of San Francisco. It's difficult to get to if you play or if you work outside the city. Getting there is a nightmare. Tickets are expensive. Tickets are going to be really expensive at Golden 1 now, too. But the desire to get to that game is going to be very, very high for fans. And there's already, like, a little, you know, buy-nothing group set up to try to, like, get people in touch with, like, peer-to-peer ticket sales. So it's like a community there trying to, like, lift each other up. But, yeah, I think that they can win a game at Chase. To me, it's like they got to get – Kings have to win game one. Huge game one for the Kings. Have to they win can game. they can go one like you could be one and one going to San Francisco after losing game two. Have to win game one. If you lose game one, it could be a big problem. And this is a team, the Kings, that have all season long been able to weather storms, been able to come out that Clipper game that they had, the one that went like four overtimes. And it was just like one oh, of the they most scored like 170 something, right? Yeah, it was it was it was one of the I think it was the best regular season game I've ever seen because the shot making was so nuts. The defense was really good, but the shot making was better. They were down 10 points, 11 points with like 90 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. And they came back and took it to overtime. And that happened multiple overtimes in a row. So the youth of this team, the amount that they can weather, I think is going to be really important. But again, it's confidence. It's Mike Brown being able to like figure out and it's almost like Ted Lasso and Nathan Shelley. If you're watching Ted Lasso. I hate that Nathan Shelley so much. What a piece of shit. I hate him. (laughs) So he's the worst. So if Mike Brown can kind of like figure out what, what Steve Kerr is going to do. Nobody knows Steve Kerr as well as Mike Brown does and has able to scheme. Like they're like the little diet warriors. It's going to be fascinating. Are you willing to pick? An underdog to win a first round series here. Am I willing to pick an underdog? And by underdog, we mean like I know Golden State is favored, okay? But I mean a lower seated team. Are you willing to pick a lower seated team yeah, to win I think the first that, round? I think that I'm willing to say that the Warriors will win that series. I don't want that to be the case. I do have faith in the Kings, but if I had to put, if it was 50 50 money, which it's not, it's minus 275 mm-hmm. for the Warriors. They're a that's heavy favorite. Right? Yep, yep. If it was 50 50, you get. Give me $50, you get $50 back. Who do you pick? I pick the Warriors. With the odds that they are, I take the Kings. I like the plus 220 money, whatever it is. And I think the Lakers beat the Grizz. Okay. Okay, wow. I, I think, think the, the, I think the Grizz win, and it's a short series. I think everyone's way too hyped on the Lakers. I think the Grizz, you know, outside of LeBron Anthony Davis, that team doesn't have a whole lot. I think everyone's way too hyped about Well, the you're Lakers. right about that. Here's the problem. Is the issue that the Timberwolves had, which was they didn't have Rudy Gobert. They didn't have their true center to contend with Anthony Davis. They had a a guy playing five who really wasn't a five in Carl Anthony Towns. That's what you're going to see with Jaron Jackson. 
Jaron Jackson's going to get into foul trouble before you can even get a drink from your. And they don't have Clark. They don't have Adams. Yeah, they're going to be small. Yeah, they're going to be really small. There's nobody there except for like Santi Aldama and Xavier Tillman. If we had Santi Aldama playing center against Anthony Davis, and you're a betting person, you need to take all the alternate numbers on Anthony Davis points, all the alternate numbers on Anthony Davis rebounds. He is going to eat like he has never eaten before. doesn't even matter. Memphis is just not a good three-point shooting team either outside of Luke Kennard and Desmond Bain. So the things that the Lakers do poorly, same things that the Grizz do poorly, except for Anthony Davis is playing like one of the best players on the planet right now. I hate the Lakers. I freaking hate them. (laughs) Finally here for Trista Crick. Are we going to get a copycat this postseason of DeMar DeRozan's daughter? And does that child or person get thrown out because they're not a player's daughter? Oh, probably. Probably. It might be me. <laughs> it could be me in Golden One. Like, I could do that. If I wasn't losing my voice, I think I've been losing my voice for three straight weeks. I tried to make a seal sound last night and nothing came out. If I tried to screech from the, screech from the top of my lungs, I don't think anything would come out. But I would do that for the Kings. But you got to do it. But you got to do it in San Francisco. Because if you do it in Sacramento, everyone's yelling. That's the key. You got to do it against. And I don't think Raymond Ritter, the PR guy for the Warriors, would actually kick me out. I think he might find that to be. Might find that to be. But if that's not an NBA daughter, they're they're being removed, right? Russell Russell Westbrook's asking for that fan to be removed, right? Yes. Yes. Thousand percent. Yeah. Thousand percent. Kawhi's probably asking for that fan to be. And he hasn't talked in months. Yeah, exactly. I haven't heard one word from Kawhi. Trista, tell everybody how they can hear you. Go ahead. Find me on wherever you get your podcast. It's called Heat Check with Trista Crick. It's an awesome little logo. It's purple. There's a little hoop, all that stuff. Find me on TikTok at, at this Heat Check. Uh, Twitter at Trista underscore Crick, T-R-Y-S-T-A, like the rendezvous. Find me on Instagram. I'll put all the videos that I put on TikTok on Instagram. So, yeah, that's great. And then I have a betting show if you like to bet. Monday through Friday, 7 to 11, Eastern Standard Time. We talk about bets in all sports. We sweat them out. We have lots of fun. We have great guests like Zaz was just on last night, giving us all the heat propaganda. And then on Saturdays, I'm on WFAN uh, in New York, talking all things New York sports. Call in with with your Luca takes. Great job, Trista. Thanks for coming on the show today. Love you, Zaz. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, brother. Great job by Trista Crick. She's, again, one of my favorites now. I love that heat check with Trista Crick. Good way. The show's not long. Gets you caught up with all your NBA stuff. So make sure you check out Heat Check with Trista Crick. And, of course, like she said, and I told you earlier in the show, I was on with her last night on Odyssey Sports' BetMGM. And she's on there nightly, 7 to 11 p.m. You get a lot of the good gambling information. And, and look, just general sports talk. But... I really believe she is one of the look. I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at identifying my track record. I'm pretty good at identifying the 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 big up and coming female talent. Now she's already on a major platform, but I I think she is a, I think she's the next female there in in sports personality who is is going to do really big things. I, I think she is very very much on the rise. All right. You guys are probably saying to yourself right now, Zaslow, it's Friday. There's a lot happening. The weather is dreary. We need some stuff to do. I gotta know. Is it a big movie? 
or is it not a big movie? That's right. Big movie, not a big movie. I got I got four for you here, all right? There's stuff going on. There's some movies out there. Big movie or not a big movie? This one is called Nefarious. All right, let's check it out. It's rated R. It's got disturbing, violent content. It's a horror movie. It's out in theaters today. It stars Sean Patrick Flannery. All right, here's what it's about. On the day of his scheduled execution, a convicted serial killer gets a psychiatric evaluation during which he claims he is a demon and further claims that before their time is over, the psychiatrist will commit three murders of his own. The Rotten Tomatoes media score, 40%. They're telling it's below average, not good. The Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 98%. I gotta tell you, th- this sounds like the kind of movie my son and I like to go see. Nefarious? I'm going big movie. I-, I like the idea of this. Is he a demon? I gotta find out. Big movie or not a big movie? This one is called Renfield. Alright. It's out in theaters today. It's rated R. It's got some drug use. It's got language throughout. It's got bloody violence, some gore. It's it's a horror comedy. It stars Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Also, Nicholas Holt. Aquafina's in it. She's super funny. Here's what it's about. In this modern monster tale of Dracula's loyal servant, Nicholas Holt stars as Renfield, the tortured aide to history's most narcissistic boss, Dracula. Renfield is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding, no matter how debased. But now, after centuries of servitude, Renfield is ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. If only he can figure out how to end his codependency. Renfield, Rotten Tomatoes media score, 63%. All right, so most of the critics like it. Audience score, 80%. Renfield... Not a big movie. I'm not into it. I've seen a bunch of previews. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. I'm not into Renfield. Not a big movie. Big movie or not a big movie? This one is called Mafia Mama. It's rated R. It's got bloody violence, sexual content. It's got language. It's a comedy slash action. It's out theaters today. It stars Tony Collette. And Monica Bellucci, here's what it's about. An American mom inherits her grandfather's mafia empire in Italy. Guided by the firm's consigliere, she hilariously defies everyone's expectations as the new head of the family business. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 23%. Audience score, not out yet. Mafia Mama, not a big movie. This did sounds terrible. I got one more for you here. Can it be a big movie? Big movie or not a big movie? The Pope's Exorcist. Rated R. It's got some nudity. Sexual references. Language. Violent content. It's a horror film. Out in theaters. You guessed it. Today. It stars Russell Crowe. Here's what it's about. Inspired by the actual files of Father Gabriel Amorth, chief exorcist of the Vatican, the Pope's exorcist follows Amorth 
as he investigates a young boy's terrifying possession and ends up uncovering a centuries-old conspiracy the Vatican has desperately tried to keep hidden. The media score for The Pope's Exorcist, 51%. They're telling it's an average movie. Audience score, 88%. Now, I do think when it comes to horror films, I don't take the media score as serious as the audience score. Horror films can be tricky when it comes to the critics. The Pope's Exorcist? I think it looks crazy. I'm going big movie. And that right there is another edition of big movie or not a big movie. Yes, I told you. I told you we got some movies here. All right. Before we get to big deal or not a big deal, I gotta, we got to do our NBA picks. I got to give you our series predictions here. You got to hold me to it. I'm going on the record. Sometimes you got to go on the record. Everybody knows that, all right? So we're going on the record here. We're not picking the number one seeds because we don't know who Milwaukee's playing, Miami or Chicago. We don't know who Denver's playing, Oklahoma City or Minnesota. But here are the rest of the series. Boston, Atlanta. I got the Celtics in a sweep. Yeah. Sixers, Nets. This one I had to think the hardest about. I don't like Philadelphia. I don't think they're going anywhere. But I also don't think Brooklyn's any good. I think they're Fugazi. And they've been on, while they stayed in the playoff picture, they've been under 500 since the trade. I got the Sixers in seven. I don't like either team. Cavs, Knicks. This is a series I'm picking the lower seed. I got the Knicks in seven. I think they win game seven on the road. They've been a very good road team this year. I think it's going to be a great series. Out West. Memphis, Lakers. You heard me there with Trista. She loves the Lakers here. I think everyone's on the Lakers tip. I got the Grizzlies. I think it's a short series. Grizzlies in five. Sacramento and Golden State. I already told you. I think Sacramento, game one, must win. I think they're going to lose game one. I think it's Golden State in five. I think it's a short series. I think Sacramento, not that they're happy to be there, but... This is the start of what you're hoping is a, is a group that's going to grow together. I think the Warriors getting Andrew Wiggins back is huge. And I, I do, while I don't think the Warriors are going to make a run back to the finals, I do think there's a little bit of a switch that they're going to be able to turn on. Warriors in five. And finally, Suns, Clippers, no Paul George in the first round. Kevin Durant's like 28-2 and two in the last 30 games he's appeared in for the Nets and the Suns. I got Suns in a sweep. Yeah. Suns in a sweep. Sweep that ass. So, I have two sweeps for you. Boston and Phoenix. I have two series going the distance. Philly in seven. And New York in seven. And the other two series. I have short going five. Memphis in five. Golden State in five. I'm not picking the other ones. The number one seeds. We don't know who they're playing yet. But I guess I could tell you. I don't think either number one seed is going to wind up losing. There you go. So we gave you a little predictions there. And now it's time for Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Big Deal or Not a Big Deal always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. Hey, look, if, if you got fire damage, you got water damage, if you got a leak somewhere in your home, is that a big deal? Is it not a big deal? Look, I certainly don't know, but you got to find out. Water Cleanup of Florida, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. 954-900-8635-WCUFL.com. 
Find out if your damage is a big deal or not a big deal with Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Here's what we got. Big deal or not a big deal. So, Odell Beckham Jr. signed with the Ravens last week. He was introduced to the media yesterday, and he's doing his best here to try and get Lamar Jackson to re-sign with the Ravens. I say life's uncertain. Um, obviously, I would assume that it's going to work out. You know, I have that, that faith and that hope. And um, Lamar, I know if you're watching, you know, you know <laughs> I would love to, to love to get to work with you. I'll, I'll talk to these guys over here and, um, you know, hopefully that gets done. You know, I, I think when you, when you think about the Ravens, you definitely think about I'm going not a big deal. Lamar Jackson does not care about Odell Beckham telling him to resign. Lamar Jackson cares about getting the exact contract that he wants. It's why he's still out there, and it's not signed to deal with anyone. I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Yesterday, regular season finale, well, season finale for the Chicago Blackhawks because they're terrible this year. Their longtime captain, I believe three-time Stanley Cup champion, Jonathan Taves. He's not retiring, but it's his last game with the Blackhawks. They're not re-signing him. No bad blood or anything. And in his final game with the Blackhawks, he did light the lamp. Counted the Hawks out. He would step up in a big moment. Kaner as well, but man, those numbers are pretty special. Athanasio redirected by Caves. Score for the captain. That's awesome. Really cool. As the broadcasters were talking about him, how clutch he's been. They wind up losing in overtime to the Flyers, 5-4. That goal cut the Flyers' lead to 4-3. But Taves goes out, huge send-off from the crowd. The captain of the Blackhawks scores a goal in his final appearance wearing the Blackhawks' uniform. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? WWE, they were supposed to do king and queen of the ring. That was the name of the premium live event, May 27th in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. They've changed the show now. Same night, same place. It's now going to be Night of Champions. Does that mean they're still going to do the Queen and King of the Ring tournament there? Or are they straight up moving the premium live event to another time? I wonder if that had anything to do with crowning a queen. You know, they're ass backwards there in Saudi Arabia, the way they treat women. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. So I'm going to go big deal. I hope they're not totally scrapping King and Queen of the Ring because I... I love a tournament. I love a battle royal, and I love a tournament. So I'm going big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, Doc Rivers was on NBA Today yesterday. Malika Andrews asked him about his previous team, Celtics and Clippers, comparing it to this year's, you know, this Sixer team with a lot of expectation. And Doc Rivers essentially said why those Clipper teams were never able to fully break through. You've had teams like this, right? You've had star groups before, and you've had star groups where you've gone on to win it all, and you've had star groups where you've fallen short, right? I'm looking at Boston. I'm looking at Los Angeles. What group does this this one that you have right now, does it feel more similarly to one or another? That's a great question. Um, I would say definitely more uh, leaning towards Boston uh, than the Clippers, and not trying to take anything away from that team, uh, that team was never going to win. When you look back at it, uh, we just didn't get along well enough as a group. And you can't win without cooperation. That's the only way you can win. Uh, and obviously better play. Uh, but this team is deeper. This team reminds me a lot of Boston. We've added some late pieces uh, to our team, like the Boston team. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we get along. We uh, It may be the right time, too. You know, um, for teams to win, it has to be the right time for all the players and everybody to want to give up themselves and give themselves to the team. So it might, may be the right time for this group. Yeah, I'm going not a big deal. I'm sure it's going to make some old Clippers upset, but... I feel like it's such old news. I feel like everybody knew that, that that team did not really get along. At the same time, their coach is, you know, is so small in the biggest games. That's why you can't trust this Philadelphia team either. I'm going not a big deal. And that right there is another edition, a Friday edition, a big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with damage in your home, make sure water, mold, fire, make sure it's not a big deal. The only way to find out. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. All right. Thanks to Trista Crick for joining us earlier in the show. She's terrific. And thanks to everybody, of course, for listening to another week of Zazlo Show 2.0. Thanks to everyone who helped put together a great show today. Always appreciate your hard work. You guys were terrific today. We'll talk to you. Oh, it's still real to me. That's my wrestling show. It returns this weekend. Me and my pal, Joey Levin. We will have a show for you this weekend, that's for sure. He's back in action. We're going to pump out a show for you, giving all the big stories this week in the world of pro wrestling. So make sure you look out for a new edition of It's Still Real to Me this weekend. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.